the cancer journey does seem to have a lot of ups, a lot of downs, and it, it can be quite a kind of a challenge emotionally and physically. But what is there ahead of us you know, in terms of how we're developing treatments for cancer? Um, you know, what, what can we be looking forward to in the future? So I've heard several things while we've been talking, which I think have been really interesting. One is that it's a magic poison, what you have to take at the moment, which is very eloquent from Viv. Um, the other is it's very aggressive, the treatment at the moment, and it's indiscriminate. Um, and actually it's one size fits all. So it doesn't matter who you are, you will get a, a standard chemo treatment. And some of the trials look at combined different combinations of the two and where they might be used and who they might be used for. But what is happening now in research, which is very exciting, is actually we're moving to, um, to an era of personalised medicine. So essentially, everybody's cancer is unique to that person. And what will happen in the future will be that you will actually have a diagnosis based on your particular form of cancer, which will include your own genetic makeup, the genetic makeup of your cancer, things such as the microbiome, which um, is getting increasingly um, big news now and very under-researched because we've only really just discovered this microbiome, which is essentially all the bacteria that live in your gut, good and bad. Um, and your, each of our microbiomes is unique to us. And the amount of cells that our microbiome contains outnumbers our human cells by about 10 to 1. So we're essentially a walking bag of soup, <laughs> which is surrounded with human, human cells and tissue. And th things like understanding the microbiome and understanding the microbiome's role in the development of cancer and how you respond to treatment is a, one of the really interesting um, research questions for the future. And it will help to um, better diagnose um, and also better prevent cancer because it will help to um, potentially let you know how the role that your diet is playing. So if we can understand better um, how our microbiome is being affected, then we can understand better why it is not a good idea to eat too much red meat and processed meat, etc. a day. So looking to the future, treatments will be less aggressive in the future. Treatments will be um, chemotherapy, you know, is, is very aggressive partly because certain chemotherapy just stops all of the cells so it targets any cell that's responsible for growth in the body which is why your hair falls out you feel sick you have to take anti-sickness drugs etc so if we can harness um, new therapies based on new understandings then we will be able to develop um, therapies in the future that may not necessarily be drugs they might be other therapies okay so let's move on to the, to the last section that we have life after cancer so um Stephanie, if I talk about your kind of area of expertise, what happens to your patients when um, when they get get to that point of, of, of remission? So they will still be followed by the, the consultant and the nurses. They will come for clinic every, depending, sometimes every three months, sometimes every six months, sometimes once a year. Uh, so they will still be under the umbrella of the team also uh, be able to access to the Macmillan team as well, 
uh, for as long as they want. We always say to our patients, even if they finish treatment and they say they are in remission, we always tell them, look, you know, even though you're not coming back here for treatment, you're still under our care. You can always call us whenever you have a question or if you start worrying about something or if you start having some symptoms. So we always keep relationship with them or communication with them, always. How has that process been for you? As I said before, the, the nursing team were just amazing and uh, they, they've said similarly to uh, Stephanie that if ever I've got a question, um, just give them a ring. So as it happens, I haven't had to ask too many questions, but um, more so perhaps the fact that I've uh, had a stoma and, and there's been issues with that that the stoma nurses have dealt with um, for me or helped me get through. But uh, I see my consultant at the moment every six months um, everything's been absolutely fine. So, yeah, it, it's just a very, very caring profession, a very professional all the way along, every single step of the way. There is one part that we've not covered, I think it's a sexual and emotional relationship. I think it's a big part of people going through uh, chemotherapy or dealing with cancer. And I think it's a part where people don't really want to touch, to speak about, but it's, I think, very important. Uh, and you've been through having bowel cancer, having through chemotherapy, uh, all these side effects, and having a stomach bag as well. Um, I, just, I don't know how. How? Do well, you again, feel it's, that? it's literally the support of your partner. I mean, I'm fortunate. Um, I've been married quite a lot of years now. Um, I've got amazing support from my husband. Um, obviously, there are people who who don't have relationships, it must be a lot harder for them with a stoma. Mm. Um, but fortunately for me, as I say, I've been in a, a long-term marriage, so um, my husband's been absolutely fine. And he's very, very caring, so he's very aware of how I might feel. I am still quite shy. There's certain different stoma bags you can get, some that you can see through, so you can see the poo, and others that I use now, which you can't see in them. Um, so, from from a point of view, I don't want people to see my poo. Mm. Then I use the ones that you can't cover up, and my husband knows that I like do this. But it doesn't stop you doing anything. Mm -hmm. um, so, as I say, you, you've got to have the support of your partner. And I found that talking about it and talking through it has been very, very helpful, helpful every step of the way. Mm. Yeah. And what other kind of um, practical and emotional sort of things do you have to kind of live with post-treatment, post? Um, well, again, I suppose partly people in the past have considered people who've had cancer, especially bowel cancer, is a bit of a stigma, um, and that's why, again, probably uh, I've more so gone out of my way to to let people know because I don't want people to think it's a stigma. I'm not ashamed. I've had bowel cancer, I'm not ashamed that I've got a stoma, it is a part of what's happened, it's my normality, what I, what I have to do now, emptying a bag whenever I go to the toilet or changing a pouch every morning, that's my normality and if people want to see my pouch I'm more than happy to show people, that's my way of, of dealing coping. with it, it's yeah. my way of dealing with it, my way of trying to get the, the, the awareness side of things across uh, and the fact that it doesn't have to be all negative. And what, what helps you most to see that positive, that positive outlook? Obviously, inspiration of others is a massive. Um, I'm very grateful that I'm still here to enjoy my life, so gratitude is massive. Um, 
enjoying every moment, enjoying the outdoors, um, do what you love. Um, if you can, you know, go out there and do things that you maybe haven't done before. So make, make every day count. Um, move forward, not back. Learn from the experience. Um, I had my cancer, I had my pouch and my ileostomy. Six months later, my dad had a similar operation, he's got a colostomy, and he says I got him through it because I knew what it was all about. I could teach him, I nursed him when he came back home. So in some respects, it was almost meant to have happened. And my dad's got through it so much better because I've shown him how positive I could be, so he didn't really have any choice. <laughs> so, so yeah, it's just being mindful of, of enjoying every day and, and I think that's what gets me through, is, is just trying to try and be happy, enjoy life, be happy. That's the end of this part of the discussion. Thank you all for being here and sharing your experiences. Um, if you want more information, look out for the other episodes in this series and visit our website at bmihealthcare.co.uk. Look out for the Be Bowel Cancer Aware campaign page uh, where you can download our awareness guide.